Hi, everyone. You're listening to In the Open, a podcast by Mental Health America, where we talk all things mental health related. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to In the Open. Today, we're going to talk about I don't want to deal with people, aka I just can't. (laughs) Very good. Very good. I'm going to tell our audience, if you've been listening for a while, I told America I I was in a good space. Like, I feel like I'm coming out of episodes and I'm like, I feel I've reached like the the level of where I feel good today. And I could tell I've been getting better and better. But America is in the opposite position right now. So it's perfect. I feel so excited that I'm not the complete downer person that because I'm always that person on our podcast. So we're going to flip the script a little bit, huh? I know. I like it. I, I'm right. just going to say, as the person who is normally there, I I appreciate. The other side? I just like it. Yeah, because when I was in that space, it always felt, I always also feel that guilt that you're talking about, where you feel bad that you have all these negative feelings. And so if you're just wondering if, you know, mental health problems can get better, they do. It's all a cycle. I'm I'm totally like happy that you're feeling that way. I I am so happy because it sucked. <laughs> what I like about when you talk about it is that you can feel like you can distinctly feel when you're getting better. Oh yeah. No, I feel like you can absolutely feel it. And also like see it. Like the world looks different to me. I don't know if that's weird, but no, no, that's I get how it. that's how I perceive it. Like I feel like colors change, which is mm-hmm. that's what I was gonna say. Like you've you've put on a different pair of glasses. I love that you're in this space. It's really horrible that I feel really good, and I'm just like, ha! I know what you <laughs> feel like, but I don't feel that way. <laughs> in me right now, I have this like a teeter totter between me, like going full on blast, like oh, I hate everybody. Don't talk to me. And the other side of it's like maintain you're calm America do your best (laughs) and then it's just like little things are pushing the teeter-totter in the direction of like did something happen not anything specifically but just little things that I think some situations came up that I was like really I thought we were over that but obviously we're not I guess other little things that I thought had been dealt with but they come up again and I'm just like Mm -hmm. dude come on. And so for me, I rather just be like, don't talk to me, yo. Don't come at me because I have a very fine line between me completely losing my crap with you. Yeah. We have had several metaphors, but one of them that goes around psychosis, like when hearing voices circles is around the table, like your brain is a table. You can only hold so much stuff on your table. Mm-hmm. And it, and when I felt overwhelmed by people, what you just described, like, I thought we were done with something. Something comes up again. WTF. I'm just, there's nothing else that can go on your table right now. But there's yeah. something special about when you think you've gotten rid of something. Yeah. And it just is like, look at me. I'm back. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to process with you because last night I was having a conversation with my fiance and this is this has nothing to do. We're like doing really well, but this has something to do with somebody else. And then mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell, man? 
Like, why is this person like coming up in our conversation? Like, I hate this person. Yeah. And like, for me, like I could just cross them out of my life and I'd be fine with it. Mm -hmm. I had for a very long time Mm -hmm. until they happen to come into our life again. And they just peek up like, you know, like the little animal that comes up with their little head. Whoops. Like the whack-a-mole? <laughs> yes. And you're like, the hell? Yeah. Go away. That that experience, I think, really contributes to feeling fed up. Yeah. Because oh, the God, first yes. time you deal with something, you're like, it takes all that energy. And when it comes up again, you're like, it feels like it comes back threefold. So then you have to deal with it again, plus all the emotions you did the first time you processed through yes. how to get rid of it. Yes. And that, the disappointment that, yes. oh, that it's God, coming yes. back in your down life. And you know what I said to myself last night? I was like, you know what? You cannot think about this person, have this person involved in your life, nothing. And so right now I'm breaking that be- because I'm actually talking about it, but I'm processing with you. Yeah, it's um, okay. <laughs> yes. This is this is okay. Beyond this, no more further conversation. Because for me, that's what I need to do to be able to be like, I'm cutting that leg off. It's you it's set a hard anymore. boundary with that relationship oh, yeah. versus oh, a soft God, yeah. boundary. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, but super then like, that super ex- hard. <laughs> that experience though, it it this makes sense to me now. Where you're like, I just can't deal with anyone. Like I had to deal with one humanoid person who just sucked yes. the life force. From my life. Yes. And now I can't deal with anyway. So just tell me though, this is my favorite part. When you deal with the humanoid like that, and then you go to work, and then something happens at work, even though it's small, where you just like, screw it, I'm done. Yes. Totally. <laughs> totally. Because it's exactly what you're saying. Like you have used all your energy to like navigate the situation, and then you're like, with everybody else, you're like, come on, man. Everybody else should be just functioning just right. Yeah. I don't have to put any more energy here. <sighs> but it's not that way. Your cup floweth over. You have no patience. <laughs> I don't. You know, and what the worst part of it, I think, for me is, um, and this, I think, has always been the case, when when things um, affect my emotional well-being, it doesn't just affect one part, right? Like, of, yeah. Like, let's say something happens at work, you know? I should be able to like walk away from work and feel better. That's just not how I am. Mm-hmm. I, I can't really separate it all because I come home and I still have those emotions and I need to process and I'm, you know, totally. 100%. People ask this question of us all the time. They're like, well, should I be like separating my work and my home life? The answer is zero, zero percent because yeah. you only have one damn brain. Yes. But I do think it's funny that we were like, I literally can't deal with people is a different feeling than I just can't deal with anything. And it's about how draining relationships are. So when yes. because this person came up in your life, robbed you of all your people energy, and now yes. you're like, now I hate everyone. I hate people, which is different than I am, I am drained by work. I am drained by life. I just don't have the motivation. Yeah. It's special. Relationships I think are when special. It connects, yeah. When it connects to the relationship aspect of all of these things, like I'm going to tell you what happens in my brain. Because for me, I'm just like, I know I have the capacity to be able to manage all of this. 
Like mm-hmm. I know that I can and I, and I do, but then I'm just like, Oh, hell no. I got to be able to deal with this anger somehow, you know? And I'm just like, okay, let's think about positive ways to do that. And I'm just like, no. And I like, I definitely feel like I want to go whack a mole and get rid of this, you know, like, and so then I feel guilt because I'm not able to use all my coping skills as well as I should. And then I feel guilty also for just not being able to manage it all. You know, it's like, you should be able to do it. And I'm like, nah, man. Oh. Oh God, that internal talk is hellish. Don't fall into that shoulda trap, you know? Yeah. Like you just dealt with a, hor- a horrible interpersonal situation. It's expected that you should feel angry and guilt and sad or mad. I mean, you're feeling guilt. Maybe you don't want to feel guilt because it's okay for you to be mad. But I want to know why it's mad. Why do relationships just like, as opposed to like life situations where you're like, oh, I like I ran into something and bruised myself really bad. I probably could have been really <laughs> mad about it, but it's just different than like when someone says something like I'm hiking and someone says something. This is like a stranger. It doesn't even have a relationship. So then when it's a relationship you care about and it's a person, what about this person made you have such big feelings? I'll tell you what what it is. I know this person and from the from the jump, I knew this person was not a person to trust. Somebody that I wanted no relationship with because I, I that that's my gut, you know, and I follow my gut. So unbeknownst to me, this person ends up finding ways, connections into my extended family. So when we are in at functions, this person would be there. I'm like, for real? Okay. I have nothing to do with you. I don't want to have to talk to you, but out of respect, because that's how I was brought up, I'm going to say hello. And that's it. Because of the fact that I know that this person is not someone to trust because they gossip and they do all this stuff. Mm. And when it starts to impact the relationship that I have with other people because of stuff that they've said, I'm like, no, 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 don't come in here and get it twisted because I, I am a hundred percent confident in who I am and I know what I am capable of and what I am not. And out of this comes the, the idea too, that because they can connect with different facets of my extended family, that I'm like, I want to tell everybody else, like, don't trust this person. But I keep to myself because that's not that's not my lane, you know. I'm just like, all right. So relationships are hard. They <laughs> this person not only has values or does things that irritates you as a human being. You're like, mm-hmm. I just don't like this person's personhood. <laughs> yes. Then this person was sneaky or just like happened to get into your business. Both. See, the sneaky part gets to me because then you're like, oh, you intentionally got up in my space. Yes. So then you're feeling attacked, which is an extra level of emotional energy because you're like, oh, this didn't just happen. I am being actually attacked or hunted down. That's the aspect where I feel like I have to protect. Yeah. And when I have to protect not only me, but other people that I care about, I'm just like. You started something, but you don't even realize what you've done here. 
So I can get to a place where I am exhausted and I just hate people or hate everything. But it's it's very different when you start to think about like, why do I hate certain situations? I think it's really important for us to really break down like, what is it about us that causes big feelings yeah. <laughs> around certain people that especially drain your energy? I, I love that you were able to set a boundary though, you know, because you're like, God, what if your situation was like, okay, I'm in one, but I'm in a good spot. So I'm not like being pulled down by it where like I am being forced to be in people's presence of somebody mm-hmm. I hate. <laughs> yeah. And because I'm in a good spot, I'm an active avoidance, but you you should check in with me in two weeks when I have to go on to this dinner. <laughs> I think I'm trying to avoid it because the thought of it is going to be too overwhelming. And I probably yeah. will come home and be like, I just sat through a whole three hours just having to be around this person. What you're saying, and I hadn't been able to really think about it in the way that I have with you right now, is like, I didn't recognize that my part of my response to this um, situation is protection. Mm -hmm. But I totally see that now. Mm. Because even in this conversation last night, Um, I really wanted my fiance to understand, like, this is what I've said from the beginning. I have now been proven correct again, right? And I wanted him to really understand it from my viewpoint, which Uh now he has. Uh And then I said, I set hard boundaries for both of us, not just me, you know? And that does come out of protection, out of feeling some way vulnerable, to whatever attacks in quotes this person may send our way right and then part of that is also feeling a little disjointed right because it's definitely that aspect of like dude I was done with you but here you come up with your little sneaky ass head (laughs) popping up out of nowhere yeah anger and protection and then Mm -hmm. the attacker it's it's. Tr- I think there's a lot of truth to like, we don't want to deal with people when you've been hurt by people. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And people hurt. People hurt one another. And even if they don't intend to hurt, even if some, if you've been hurt by someone and then you have to deal with that person and then you, even if you just go into something benign or meaningless like work, mm-hmm. there's still the potential that someone's going to let you down some way because they didn't flip the burger correctly and then they said something <laughs> to you or whatever you know and you're just like man I cannot deal I just can't man that also is tied you know to what you're saying around this idea of the expectations that we set for others that they may not even be aware of right because there are expectations and when people inevitably act as they do because we're people and we don't make our needs known Mm -hmm. then in many ways, we're, we're setting ourselves up to fail, right? Where we're just like, oh, well, people should be nice. Who says? Also, oh, yeah, that's right. Who says? Who says people should be nice? And one of the things I was going to ask you is like, does this person that you don't like know that you don't like them? But also before, as I was thinking that in my head, I also realized that part of your assault was twofold because you're not just getting mad at this person. You had a third party in here, which is your fiance. And you really wanted him to be Team America. Like, yes. And to get your back or like give you validation. Yes. That this person was 
evil and he wasn't giving that to you which is probably an even more painful emotionally draining thing to be like i love this person so much and this person is not team america yeah that that is very true i had to get him to really come to my side and be like i you know I speak about this very freely, but, you know, I'm just like, I want to whack him upside his head and be like, hello, haven't I been telling you this, you know? But yeah, it really becomes around, um, it's tied to that connection to really feel validated in my experience. So which which part of that experience was, was that equally draining? I call it the like fight people on your side experience. It's like, I'm fighting my enemies, but when I also have to fight people I feel like are on my side, I, oh, I that's often more can't draining, dude. tell if that is part of the mind screw up that makes me more upset. It's like, why am I also fighting you? Like, why am I yeah. also now fighting you? I don't get it. Because you, there are only five words or whatever that should come out of your mouth, and it's "I love you so much" <laughs> or something. <laughs> There's yeah. no other acceptable thing. I'm trying to think back to other situations, and I think in everything that's coming up, it is much harder to fight with your own team. Yeah, yeah. It's much more draining because you really do feel like. Why do I have to explain this to you? Yeah. Oh, it's so hard because now I'm putting myself in my husband's shoes. And I've seen times where he's fighting someone and he's trying to tell me and I should be team husband. And in my head, I'm like, but what about this way? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know, even as it comes out of your mouth, you're like, stop saying the words. (laughs) Yeah. You're not doing support. You're just making that person feel defensive and not supported. But what if, what is it about now I'm flipping, I'm like putting myself in your fiance shoes, you know, it's like, what is it in our heads that makes us do the opposite thing of what we know we should do in that moment that makes it so much harder for dude. You know? Okay, I have to I have to try to explain what's happening in my head. Because what you're saying is so important. And I've, um, part of what you, part of what you do when you're working with like, um, couples and stuff like that, right. Is to try to get them to understand at the interpersonal level, how to hear one another. And then in this particular, this is a very good example of this because there's three people, right. In Mm -hmm. this incident, me and my fiance and this external person. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that therapists will say, right. Is like, this external person may be there, but you and your partner are the only ones that are present, right? Mm. Like in the moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anything that's happening between you and your partner is directly related to your partner. Even if there's that external individual, like you have control about how much that external force has an impact on your relationship. It is not easy to uncouple that though. I know and there are a couple situations that I feel like are worse when my when my partner or I bring up something that's work related, like the third person in the relationship is not someone related to you. I don't think it is as bad. It's like I can turn off that voice in my head to be like, well, what about this? Like, I'm just like all team husband, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't care. But when the third person that he's upset with is a family member, or if the third person I'm upset with is a family member, or like a really intimate relationship yeah, or yeah. friend, 
it's like way more complicated. Those it boundaries totally don't, they don't, they're not like, oh, that pers- third person's not in your life. I don't know if you experience this, but when they're, fi- when he is fighting with the third person or when mm-hmm. I'm fighting with the third person, I have a hard time not internalizing extra thoughts about the way he treats me. Around that situation. Yeah, I feel you. I know what you're saying. Is that is that wild? Like, this is like, oh, I'm so mad at X person. And, and then I'll be like, you do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, now I'm aligning myself with the third person. And maybe this is why I get defensive, which is so screwed up. No, let me tell you something, though. Remember when we talked a couple of weeks ago around being a grudge holder? Uh-huh. Okay. That example that you just gave... Like, that would be me being, like, cataloged because (laughs) three weeks from now when we're having a conversation and then my partner's like, yeah, you do this, you do this. I'd be like, oh, you remember the situation with X person where you did that? You're doing that right now. (laughs) So that grudge that I've held on to, it's coming back up for me and I can use it as an educational tool, which Oh means, my God, you called you it see? an educational tool. Yes, America, yo, it is I not an you. educational tool. It's called spite. But I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it to try to educate the hell out of this situation. But I mean, you know, I, I clearly do the same thing just unconsciously. Yes, yes. And then I don't do it out loud. I just do sneaker McSneakerson where I'm just like, hmm, well, what a, Boutism. Yeah, dude. Well, like, mm, are you thinking about that person, you know? Or just like, or I don't give my husband support. I'll just be like, oh, no, I see both sides. <laughs> and oh, that yeah. drives him nuts, you know? Yeah, he's I, like, could, I could totally He's see like, that. there are no two sides to this. <laughs> Your team, my team. <laughs> yes. You know what's funny, though? Oh, my God. I just had like, boop, boop, a moment. Another situation not involving me, but involving other people um, that I was that I was present at was everybody wanted to invite this one person, like out of a group of five people, they were like talking about who to invite to this party. Mm-hmm. And then um, one of them was like, I don't want to invite X person. And then they're like, all right, let's all vote. They take a vote. And all four that, okay, out of the four, all four, uh, out of the five, four voted yes. And the one was like, no. And then the others were like, don't get upset. You should follow what we agreed to that. We were going to go with a vote. And they were like, we already knew because you guys don't want to, you know, you want to have this person here, but I don't. So when I was talking to my friend about the situation, I was like, you know, I'm sure that that person felt like not heard, that you minimize the feelings around this situation. And they were like, we weren't doing that. And I was like, um, actually you were, but, yeah. uh, and it's that man, it's so easy to fall into a trap where you're wanting to feel a certain way. Yeah. And then you walk away for a little bit, you know, and you get some air and you're just like, Oh, I could have handled that a little differently. You're right. Because in all the things we're talking about, What it comes down to is in a difficult conversation with relationships, it's hard not to just be in the me space. Like, what am I thinking? What am I experiencing? What is my history here? What are my needs? It's hard to be empathic because it's hurt, right? Because it's hurt. When you are hurt, when you are hurt and you go to protection mode 
all you can do is go inward and think about your own specific needs. And this makes sense from a protection standpoint. Like you better because you better run from that tiger before it mauls you. That coping mechanism is so strong. It just sneaks into our lives in all these other different ways that this is why. This is why you just can't deal with people because we don't want to be hurt again for any reason. And you're going to protection mode. I love that. I love that aspect of what you're talking about. Because anytime you're vulnerable, I think you set yourself up for the possibility of getting hurt, right? And I try to live my life in a very open way. So when that openness is taken as a weakness, then I'm just like, okay, guards up, swords out, I'm ready to fight. Let's go. (laughs) So let me ask you a question, Teresa. When you have felt that you don't want to deal with people, what makes it go away? Time. I need distance. Like when my, when I'm feeling overwhelmed like that, I got to take a lot of time. And, and I know that feeling of feeling so overwhelmed that like even just work feels too much. So I'll go to work and I'll be like, my brain is not productive. I'm not taking care of myself. I need, it's just like, whatever, this day is shot. Like, and if I try to push through that, it's not helpful. Like the most helpful thing is if I know that I'm in that space where I'm fed up is to actually leave everything behind and go somewhere the hell else by myself. And I have two choices then. I could go Netflix and watch TV or I can go process in my own head, not with other people. That's key because other people don't have good support mechanisms. (laughs) They'll just tell you more stuff that pisses you off, but I need time to process. And then I have, and then I, and then you go through this thing like we're doing with therapy right now, you know, where we're Mm -hmm. like, Oh, this is why it made me upset. And like, what am I picking up that I need to let go? And why do I feel so exhausted right now? And like, just work it out of my head, put things where they need to belong on the damn shelf. And then time for the feeling of that anger to just like reside again. Like, re- like is like that the dissipate. word? Just like, yeah, like let it go. Like that, that's what that looks like for me. And then once that like chills out, then I could start doing things that actually bring me energy again. And that's the way to get back to better. How about you? Um, I, I'm yo, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do that right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Wine with a good friend to vent. Like, could be helpful, right? Like, yeah. if you know there's a support person that you're like, you know what? I don't have a skin in the game. Like, I'm not going to tell you that person's not yeah. evil. I don't even know that person. <laughs> that's a yeah. great person. Like, if we were chilling out right now, even better. Like, yeah, that's that's how that could look, too. That will reset me sometimes faster than just being by myself. I think that's what I generally do. And part of the other process, I think, for me is to just step away, literally step away from everything. I'm going to shut the computer down, be like, yo, I'm out. I can't, I can't talk to people. So, because in that way, not only am I protecting my own well-being, right? That no more things are trying to infiltrate, right? I really do think about this as a war. <laughs> and yeah. Then, yeah. And, war. Um, and I'm protecting that. And then at the same time, I'm trying to rebuild my boundaries so that I'm just like, okay, I have enough buffer between me and other people so that when a new situation comes up, it's okay. They're just going to bounce off that buffer because I got it built up again. 
I don't think in the past when I thought about when I was just fed up with people tying it back to an incident, like what was the thing that put you over the edge? And was that thing actually a relationship thing? Because that's why I'm specifically fed up with people. Yeah, It's because I spent my like relationship energy. <laughs> yeah, you know that tool? I think you've, t- you've told me about it before. But I know I've seen it in other things where if I say to you, I was mad because my coffee wasn't hot. And you're like, why? And then it's like, because um, it wasn't hot. No, but why does that make you upset? It's like, well, because then I have to go warm it up again. Well, why is that upsetting you to you? Because it makes me have to take more time in the morning to do that. But why? Because I didn't get enough sleep. And you start, you know, if you ask that why question enough, you mm-hmm. get to the point where you're like, oh, it had to do with the fact that I didn't get sleep on Tuesday. And that not getting sleep is bound up in the expectation of, in a relationship. Yes. I feel like I often go back to that. It's like, because you don't care, because you don't <laughs> care about me as a person. And so I can't get sleep because you're not doing your part or some stupid crap like that. Yeah. But it's the why question. I once t- had somebody tell me, they were like, I was talking with at work with somebody about like, you know, we were just having a hardcore anxiety moment. I was like, okay, we need to do that. We need to like process and go like, like walk through all the hard brain stuff, you know? And they're like, you do that? That sounds so exhausting. I'm like, it is exhausting. (laughs) That therapy is freaking exhausting. But the alternative is to what? Walk, like sit in the anxiety like yeah sit in it. no man you could have you you could just and I think that's why it's like well I could just go avoid in Netflix or I could just go get more mad and just like wallow in the madness or you like or process through it you know like yeah try and make sense of it for yourself and like practice self-compassion but it's exhausting but hopefully you feel better do you feel better in a little bit I do feel better. I, mm. I, I, what I feel like is like, all right, I'm going to call it a day. I'm going to go do something else to get my mind off this. Oh, no, now you can like rebuild. Now you're like, oh, I yes. let it off my table and now I can go rebuild. Yep. All right, people. We're going to talk to you next week. Keep on fighting. Keep fighting in the open. 